0: Welcome to LifeWorks, where we talk about life and work and making it work. I'm Hannah Greenstein, a From Mompreneur on a mission just like yours, to live the mompreneur life that brings me feelings of balance and inner peace and joy. Here, I hold space for you in the many roles you play as a From Mommy business owner. Join me for support, mindset, techniques, and tools around productivity, focus, and work-life balance so you can feel in balance, and at peace. If you can find excitement and joy at work and at home, you will thrive in the roles you play and feel fulfilled by your life's work. And that's what I want for you. So let's get started. Ladies, before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you an incredible, program you don't want to miss. The Power Up for Pesach program is going to take place over 12 days between Purim and Pesach to power you up for getting ready for Pesach with more ease, with less stress, with more calm. You know that's what I'm all about. The Power Up for Pesach program is hosted by Jody Freed and Dalia Brunschwig, both of them incredible at what they do, and they have brought on more than 20 experts, just incredible women that really have tools, tips, techniques, hacks to help you with all sorts of aspects of staying. Calm and empowered and efficient while getting ready for Pesach. So I really encourage you to sign up. It's completely free. There will be a ton of giveaways and freebies and fun stuff in addition to the workshops to help you get ready for Pesach with ease. Plus, there's an option to upgrade for just $27, so a really cheap upgrade that entitles you to so many, so many bonuses. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. Go sign up just so that you can get access to free workshops that will completely change the way you approach Pesach preparations. And of course, I'll be presenting and we'll be talking about how to stay on track with your business while getting ready for Pesach. So I'll see you there. Hello, ladies, and welcome back. I'm so excited for today's episode because it's going to be just me sharing with you about one of my favorite topics and a topic that is so, so impactful and important when it comes to work-life balance. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. I know it came up in episode 10 and if you've hung out with me anywhere else, I'm sure you've heard me mention it. I am now building out my signature experience program and I explored this topic in depth and I just am so excited as I've come to realize how much there is to explore and to learn and to change because this really impacts everything. If you relate to any of these statements, this episode is for you. I'm so overwhelmed. There's not enough time. There's no way I'll get things done. I'm always falling behind. And if you're a mom running a business, I'm sure those statements are relatable. And that's what I want to address today. Today I want to talk about time, abundance of time, how you experience time, and what that even means. The most important thing for you to take away from today's episode is this. Time is an emotional experience and you choose how you experience it. Roll your eyes, no judgment. I know that's a radical statement. The first time I heard it, I rolled my eyes and it took me a long, long time To even be willing to start doing all the exploring and learning and deep inner work that I had to do to experience this for myself and understand what it means. But trust me on this one, because once you experience it, there is no turning back. Time is an emotional experience. If you choose to live in time stress, and it's a choice, you choose how to experience time, then you live in this reality, overwhelmed and stressed and tight, and you feel like time is always closing in on you. You feel crushed by the limitations of time, and time controls you. Time stress is probably your default, because that's how society has conditioned us, that's the only reality we're taught, and so no shame. It's also why this concept feels so radical and why you'll need to hear a lot about it until it grows on you and why that's perfectly okay and normal. But you can choose to opt out. Today, I want to give you back your power. You can choose to opt out. You can choose to be the one in control. You can take control of time and have time work instead of you being a slave to time the most important thing to know is the power is yours. The power is yours to choose. Do I live in time stress? Do I live with that abundance? Do I live with overwhelm? Do I live with ease? This is my most important takeaway and if you haven't been told this before, it's a truth for me to share this with women. You can opt out of overwhelm, guilt, procrastination, and choose for time to be an experience that is abundant, supportive, and calm. This shift, learning that this alternate reality existed and doing lots and lots and lots of work to enter the new dimension, might have been the thing that most changed my life today i want to explore with you one strategy to help you explore the option of opting out of time stress it might be a lot to ask of you to drop everything and live in abundance today but can you accept that maybe there is another option and maybe it's worth trying this one harmless strategy to try to get a taste of this alternate experience. I want you to know that on a most basic level, you know you've experienced time as an emotional experience as opposed to the very rigid, very finite, very limited 24 hours on the clock. If time wasn't an emotional experience, an expression like time flies could never have been born. If time was a tick, 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 tick of 60 seconds in 60 minutes, in 24 hours, in a day, What would it mean that time flies? You know, sometimes you get really, really deep into your work and you're working and you're focused and you're immersed. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I must've been sitting here all day. Like I for sure missed pickup. The kids are probably sitting on the sidewalk. And then you look at the clock and it feels like you were working for eight hours but you were only working for two. That's you experiencing time as opposed to very, very physically and technically, right? You felt like eight hours passed, what does that mean? Two hours passed, two hours passed. Time is an emotional experience. And you could leverage that so much. So here is one tool that you could try, one strategy, that I really want to explore with you because I'm sure you've heard the concept before but I'm also pretty sure that you're probably skeptical of it and don't realize how much power it has. I'm going to give you a few practical ways to implement. You ready? Let's go. The strategy I want to give you today is to watch your language and to use your language to help you experience more time. You've heard language tips like choosing to say, I get to instead of I have to, right? I get to do the laundry and I get to send the emails but i want to tell you a little bit about why watching your language intentional with the words you use both out loud and in your mind is so powerful it's a science it's not woo woo on a very basic level our brains believe us and our brains are the hard drive that power the supercomputer which is our body and our reality and whatever information you feed into the hard drive is the information it knows and believes and works with And so if you're constantly telling your brain, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so stressed, then that's what it knows. And so neural pathways are in your brain. Neurons that fire together, wire together, and they get stronger and stronger and stronger. And so the more you tell your brain that you're overwhelmed or that there's never enough time to do everything on your list, the more true it becomes and the physical makeup of your brain changes. It's something that if you could see your brain, you would see with your eyes. And since your brain is this engine powering your experience, now your experience is powered on the information that you're overwhelmed and that manifests itself physically in your body and manifests in how you feel and it ultimately shows up in the reality in how much you get done in an hour. Another reason that watching your language is so impactful is confirmation bias. We know that when we believe something to be true, our brain looks for evidence of it everywhere, right? And so once we believe something as true, it becomes more true for us because we are seeing more and more and more proof of it. And so, if you tell yourself by repeating to yourself mentally or out loud, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so stressed, there's never enough time, my list is always longer than the hours in the day, I never get things done, I'm a slow worker, mommy life is like this. I chose to be stressed and overwhelmed when I chose to start my own business, then your brain will find proof for it. And we know that that proof is not hard to find. You might though experience in that same day, times when things come easy, times when you're running late to the bus and the bus is running late. Times when someone offers to pick up your kid from carpool and you get an extra 15 minutes in your day. But your brain doesn't interpret that as time is expansive or as time supporting you because you haven't told that to yourself as a truth. As soon as you flip the script and change the truths that you tell yourself, even if you don't believe them yet, your brain believes them, it starts to find evidences for them, it starts to manifest itself in your body, it starts to develop the neural pathways stronger, and it starts to become true for you. This is why watching your language is such a powerful tool, especially because it's relatively easy. You don't have to do that like deep inner painful work of digging up your old belief. You just strengthen new neural pathways that you probably haven't developed before, and you try to stop stimulating the old ones, and it takes time and work, but if you stop stimulating them, they simply wither away. Try telling yourself these entras. Say them every morning, hang them by your desk, and especially if you can, if you remember, in the moment, to tell yourself, I'll get it done. Time supports me. I can get it all done easily joyfully i have all the time i need to do the things i need to do tell yourself these things as mantras and you build and build and build and build on this neural pathway that will just come to serve you you don't have to not be a skeptic to try this so try it i want to give you one last language tip that has been scientifically proven to increase your chances of sticking to a commitment and in this case you are going to choose a time-related commitment. This might be around overwhelm. It might be around procrastination. Let's say you want to let go of overwhelm. Instead of saying, like, can't get overwhelmed anymore from this day on, I can't get overwhelmed. I am not going to do that. Tell yourself these words. I don't do overwhelm. By using the word don't, you have increased your chances of sticking to that commitment, and here's why: using the word "don't" puts the power back in your hands. If you know if, if you're schmoozing with someone and she says, "Oh, I can't have dairy," you assume that she's allergic, that she's lactose intolerant, that she can't have dairy. There's an external factor that is dictating to her not not to eat dairy. But if someone says to you, I don't eat white sugar, doesn't it sound like that's a decision they made for themselves? Doesn't that sound like instead of them being a slave to the anti-white sugar people, they chose something for themselves? Whoa, she's so strong, she doesn't eat white sugar. Saying I don't puts the power in your hands. I could, but I don't. I opted out, I choose not to. And giving yourself that power makes a commitment so much stronger. It removes a lot of resistance and makes it that much more likely that you are going to stick to your commitment. And so today, choose a mantra for yourself that sounds like this, I don't, I don't do overwhelm. I don't feel guilty about what gets done in a day. I don't do procrastination. Today i give you just a quick taste of the choice that you have, and I want you to take back your power so that you can reclaim your time and your energy. As a quick recap, language impacts everything and it's a really easy way to start exploring a new reality so I encourage you to start watching your language to choose to scale back on the negative time stress overwhelming constricting things you tell yourself about time and to start to just say out loud more expansive supportive mantras time supports me I have time for everything I need to do I can get it all done joyfully Tell yourself these things, and I challenge you to pick a mantra about what you're opting out of in time stress and to formulate it as an I don't statement and to write it down and put it somewhere. You will see it multiple times a day by your computer, over your mirror, on your dresser. I don't. I don't do overwhelm. I don't do guilt. I don't do procrastination. I don't do stress and see what changes that makes for you. I would love to hear from you what questions you have about time and what you want to explore next. Have an incredible, expansive day. Thanks for hanging out with me today. As always, head to lifeworkspodcast.com because that's where the party's at. Drop a comment, hashtag #ILifeWorked on this episode to let our community know that you took the challenge and encourage others to do the same. If you want to hear more about what I do for firm entrepreneurs and how we can work together, reach out, Hana at lifeworkspodcast.com, wishing you a day of work and life that work to bring you tremendous fulfillment and joy. Till next time, I'll see you here. And again, thanks for being a part of our incredible community.